This is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty Show, where I invite the most innovative leaders, artists, and creative business owners to share their experiences, processes, practical tips, and inspirations. Today with me is Matt Matan, broadcaster, writer, musician, community entrepreneur, founder of Biz and Buzz Radio, and of course, my producer, mentor, and friend. I brought Matt on today to talk about what's new for him and what's going on in his world. But first, Matt, thanks for stepping behind the producer box to get into the recording side today. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a different experience, you know, because I'm, I'm having to split my brain into two different things because I'm actually still producing the conversation <laughs> where I'm the guest. So yeah. this is fun. I feel like I'm in like a Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> I love that. But it is nice because you, you're always right there. I mean, sometimes you've got your son helping out, but a lot of times you've been the person really helping me get this show up and running. You help me onboard the new clients. You help me if I'm getting stuck in ways. So it's always important for me to honor you and what you do for our community, what you do for me. And so I'm just thankful to have you here today. Well, thank you for that. And, you know, I've, and I've, I try to say this whenever the opportunity comes up, but, you know, everybody that's on Biz Radio Asheville um, are on there because of where their heart is for the community and what they're trying to do to lift up the entrepreneurs and creatives in in our region you know and so with my many many too many years of broadcast and production <laughs> experience um you know and i think it's some of what we're going to talk about today but i've reached an age where it's like i want to teach what i've learned i want to pass it along i want to throw my experience relationships and and platform capabilities and everything behind the people that i see that are trying to do the right things by the community and mm. and however that can help that's what i want to do and so you are definitely among that group and i'm glad to have you as a part of the team thank you i mean i've said many many times that i would not have a radio show without you i mean pushing play on my tv sometimes is confusing for me so <laughs> the technology side alone is not really my forte but you and I talk a lot offline about the mindset side of being a radio host, of doing podcasts, stepping into thought leadership, and you just have really supported me in so many of that. And most recently, we have sort of been supporting each other, I think, a little bit in some of this mortality, end-of-life conversations, particularly around the fact that I've lost my mom recently, and you're walking that journey right now. And right. it just feels like it puts it so into presence. So I'm just curious to give you a minute or two just to speak to how that's impacting your life right now and, and how yeah, that's impacting the work you do. It's definitely been a conversation amongst the Biz family, you know, yeah. uh, with the loss of your mom. Um, Tor lost her grandmother, who was like a mother to her. Yeah. Um, you know, Veronica hitting an anniversary of her sister's death and now my mom on hospice. You know, and so it's definitely been something that's been on the front line because behind the scenes, we're all very supportive of each other and we mm. encourage each other. Um, all the hosts, you know, interact that way and collaborate and everything. So because um, it is a different world when you put yourself up on a stage and you're in front of people saying, hey, um, I want to go ahead and, and lead a conversation. It does put you in a different a different place than yeah. a lot of people experience. And so when you're going through the life challenges that we all go through, um, having other people that can relate to what it's like to be on a public stage and have your life be an open book for people to <laughs> consume, it's good to have other people you can talk to that understand that reality. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's this idea too, that I think translates into radio personalities and entrepreneurialism, right? There's always this part of ourselves when creating new careers, creating businesses, creating employment opportunities for people that you have to kind of really look at what do I have to do in my day-to-day life? And then what do I have to do after hours to be able to deal with it? We were just talking about you getting out and going fishing, right? right. There's yeah. this this nice balance between how do I show up in my professional life and how do I show up in my personal life to make them fulfilled and balanced. So how are, how are you finding that balance right now? Well, I, I think, you know, like you mentioned, I go and fishing, you know, I've had friends <laughs> check in on me and just unplug me for a little while and having, you know, in the case of with my mom, um, having um, my aunt, her sister, who is also a nurse, I was a medic mm-hmm. in the Air Force for many years. Um, so, you know, being there and being able to relieve each other in being with my mom and helping my mom with her medical needs right now in hospice, uh, that that's been a really great thing, you know, like, um, with my aunt, you know, just a few days back, it was like, all right, well, I'm going to be heading back to Asheville for a few days before I come back. You need to go to the spa and get your nails did. <laughs> you know? And she did. Yeah. And so, you know, it was kind of like, well, I don't know if I should and everything. There's a couple of options right nearby. You won't be too mm-hmm. far. Cause you can get caught into that caregiver mode where, yes. you know, the person that doesn't get the care is you. Um, yeah. you don't, you don't put yourself, um, in a place of, of support for yourself. And so it takes people around you to step up. And that was like me with my, with my aunt and like, you know, go get your nails done and everything. And for me, it was my lifelong best friend, Jay, who is mm-hmm. checking in with me every night at my mom's place and, and saying, Hey, I brought the fishing poles. Let's cross the street. There's a pond right across the street from my mom's place. And let's go take a few casts and just hang out. And because yeah. we've been lifelong friends, we can, we can talk or we can not talk, or we can just, you know, kind of razz on each other a little bit. Like I was telling you off fair, we had, he challenged me to a little fishing tournament from the shore <laughs> of the pond, you know, and, you know, we Which, had fun. how did that go, Matt? It went very very well. It went like it always does. I won 18 fish to three. Um, and his biggest fish could have been eaten by my smallest fish, but you know, he's not here to defend himself, but he would not, he would not expect me to say any less if he was right here with us. Um, but you know, we've, we've spent a lifetime, um, you know, having the kind of relationships and we've been through so many life experiences that, um, you know, you don't really have to say anything. You know, it's just being in the presence of that much history and that much shared experience and understanding each other's emotions and, and, you know, situations in life that just being in the presence of someone else that you've been through a lot of their stuff and they've been through a lot of yours is very comforting. Yeah. You know, and I think that you're just hitting on such a beautiful conversation of community, right? You talked about the biz and buzz radio family community and how we sort of rally around and support each other offline and online. And this idea of working with your family to sort of show up and that is so valuable, right? Knowing where our limits are is really difficult as humans, especially those of us who do have this altruistic need to want to provide legacy for those in our future. So I just, I really think it's important to realize that without community, there really isn't the ability to step back from caretaking or getting out of trauma or getting into a really good flow state, which is really where we all would like to be. None of us want to deal with trauma or sad things, but we know that that's part of life. Yeah, we all do. (laughs) And, you know, that's, that's one of the things that I've heard along the way. And it's a good thing to keep in your mind is that everybody's going through something. Everybody. And so that can be that can be the seed that grows into ongoing, consistent compassion. 
mm. you know, something that I think is lacking in a lot of the engagement we see in modern society is just that grace, that patience with others. And, and so I think as I've grown as an entrepreneur, because I, I, I mean, we've talked about it before, but I mean, I've, I've been an entrepreneur since I was like, you know, eight years old and I was <laughs> organizing little light music shows with figurines in my basement, right. charging people a quarter to get in and see it, you know? <laughs> um, so I, I've always done it. And, and I was an organized entrepreneur by the time I was a young teenager. And I was a broadcaster with a syndicated, you know, TV show by the time I was 16. So mm -hmm. I've always done it. But as I've matured in my entrepreneurship, I think the saying of like, surround yourself with good people. That's always been a thing that is there. And you learn what that means in different levels, the older yeah. you get, or the more experience you get. It doesn't have to do with age. I think sure. it has to do with age of entrepreneurship. You right. can have someone that's 15 with 10 years experience. They're right. 10 years old as an entrepreneur, someone who's 50, who's one year old as Absolutely. an entrepreneur, you know, so the age thing isn't as much as how many years have you been living this grand, crazy experiment called entrepreneurship. <laughs> grand, crazy experiment. That is perfect. Yeah, you know it's an ongoing you thing. Just, you know what you just triggered in my memory is that in elementary school, I mean, I was maybe six or seven, eight, maybe recorded radio shows, with my brother. So there's apparently some deep seated part of me yeah. that was always walking towards this path. And, and we all have, you know, I forget where it was. I, th I don't know if it was a, a book or a show a movie. I don't know what it was, but basically it said, you know, whatever it is you love to do when you were five or six years old is what you're meant to do. <laughs> you know, with your life and it can morph, it can change, it can adapt and get different sidebars to it. But essentially the core emotional trigger that was satisfied for you in activities when you were five or six years old or relationships to others or your community is exactly what you'll end up going back mm -hmm. to if you're always pursuing joy. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I have found that to be true. And so that, that moniker of surround yourself with good people has evolved to surround yourself with understanding, compassionate people. Mm. You, you know, it, it's not just the skill sets. It's right. also the people, uh, the, the people passion, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and so like, for instance, here, you know, a little behind the curtain peak, uh, we're, re we're pre-recording. All shows are being pre-recorded for the month of July. Why? Because yeah. I know my July is going to be really difficult. And you mentioned my son, who also does production for the station. Well, he's my son. This is his grandmother we're talking about, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so our two main producers are going to be dealing with some really difficult family things. And so it was like we were already planning on taking a couple of weeks to kind of recharge and refresh. Michelle and I were. And, um, you know, so it just kind of worked out to where, well, we're going to extend that a bit. And every single person, two the cellular level has been so understanding and supportive and like whatever we need to do to make this work, this is what we're going to do. And we've seen that time and time again. And it's like, it's like musical chairs. One person at biz radio is going through something. Everybody goes ahead and fi finds a way to be flexible and supportive of what that person needs, whether it's space or extra support or coverage or whatever it might be. And it's just my turn. And so surrounding yourself with yeah. compassionate, caring people, yes, we're all very passionate entrepreneurs. We're very creative people. Everyone on the station have their own business, every single host. And so we all are in, you know, in that journey, but we're also understanding that in the journey of life, it's important for us to be there for each other because, you know, the other stuff doesn't work if we don't. 
Yeah. Oh, just like so many goosebumps, so many mic drop moments and just such a good conversation around this idea of legacy and purpose. And I'm just really curious where you are in that journey right now. What do you feel like your legacy currently is and what are you hoping it will be as you continue to grow in this world? Well, for me, um, you know, legacy, I, first, before looking forward at what mine might be, which I'm not the one to define that. But, <laughs> well, you, you can know, help us understand what we should but be saying I look about back. <laughs> I, I look back for examples of legacy yeah. in my life that I see from people before me. Yeah. And I've given credit a lot of times over the years to my great-grandfather up in Maine, who I never met. He died before I was born. And I never met him, but yet the stories of what he did as a business person and his philanthropy and his community service impacted the very fabric of who I became. And so for me, when you look back across my 26, 27 years, whatever it is now in Asheville of community engagement, of being a writer, publisher, broadcaster, whatever it might be, I have always tried to center on where is there a need in the community that I can fight for or fight, you know, you know, in behalf of, or, you know, I've always had this chip on my shoulder of passion to address something that's not being addressed. And so I think in my younger years, it used to be like, well, I was really motivated by stuff that pissed me off, (laughs) you know, and that's still kind of true. Yeah, it's still kind (laughs) of true. Like the quickest way to get me to accomplish something is say, I don't think you can do that. (laughs) You know, that's the quickest way to get me to do it. Um, You know, but I, I think that when I look at the models that I had to measure against growing up and the, the iconic examples that were given to me growing up and even into adulthood and, you know, the people that mentored me, um, you know, I, I look and I see it was all about them not holding on to what they had, but investing that either monetarily, effort-wise, time-wise, infrastructure-wise, whatever it was, they always paid it forward to where they saw the weak link in the community chain. Mm. And so that's what I've tried to model. Now, like I said, it'll be up to others to define what legacy I have or don't have when my time comes, which I, nobody knows, but I, you know, I, I hit the half century mark. So I know there's most likely less in front of me than there is behind me, you, you know? <laughs> and, and so when you talk about mortality and everything, that, that becomes a real thing. You know, you hit 50 and it's like, oh, now what? I didn't really have a plan past this, you, you yeah. know? And so instead, without a big plan of like, well, by the time I hit midlife, I want to do the, well, when you hit midlife, it's like, well, okay, now what about the second half, you know? Uh And I know there's people that have great plans and everything, but for me, I've kind of fallen into this rhythm of just the here and now as connected to everything that's going to come and everything that came before. And I know that sounds real like, you know, sci-fi or something like that, but it's really (laughs) true. As they love to say too. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we, that's where I'm at. You asked at the beginning, where am I at? Checking in with where we are and where I am right now because of life circumstances with, you know, the, the pre grieving that's going on in my family. And, and even the celebration of new life, I became a grandfather, you know, in in the last half a year. And all of these things have kind of put me in a very peaceful place of service but also 
of, you know, of humility of just like, you know, I don't know how long it's going to be. I don't know what the impact of things are going to be. So how about I just take everything that I've learned before now and use whatever time I have left trying to apply it to the weak link in the community where I see. And, and with Biz Radio and Buzz Radio, where we saw was that the small business community, entrepreneurs, and the creative elements of comics and musicians, everything, a, a bigger broader platform to bring more people to the table and and support each other and learn from each other and validate and encourage each other was something we needed in our local media and yeah. and I know how to do that <laughs> you know so <laughs> it was like okay there is the current place of service for me to do to do that and beyond that I don't know <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to do what I see right now. It doesn't mean that there's not plans. It doesn't mean there's not benchmarks for continued growth or everything. But I'm totally open. I, I'm totally open to wherever adjustments may come going forward. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm I, fine with it. I feel like you've been the kind of person, at least as long as I've known you and we've been deep in our conversations that has lived that way. And I think that while you don't often think about the legacy you will create, I think you live in purpose every day, which becomes the legacy. And so I just, I love that you're being really authentic, that it is our role to define that. But as those of us who know you, I think we can see and say definitively, you are following in those footsteps that you saw. And I also wanted to mention this point that the role models that you had were maybe a little atypical than the traditional businesses or the traditional people. A lot of our society, and I don't want to blanket everybody, but a lot of our society was focused on how do I have enough resources for my family and those closest to me? And so there's a lot of bank accounts that just have money sitting in it, right? They yeah. aren't moving those resources forward. So I just feel yeah, like I can that... tell you that's not been a problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> And I just, I think yeah. that there's so much power in being able to say, what is it that I need to survive? And then how do I move that forward so that we can all evolve like that? That is a legacy built out of your purpose. And I just really wanted to reflect that. What an amazing role model and role models that you've had that has allowed you to see the world in that way, because that's not everybody's experience. Yeah. And I, and I appreciate that. Thank you, you know, on their behalf, you know, <laughs> that you see them reflected in me, even though you didn't know them, you right. know, they don't even have to be named, but you know that I'm a product of what influenced me. But it, it's also something where I had to choose who to model myself after. There yeah. were plenty of people that were very, <laughs> you know, like, well, I'm going to drive this car and I'm going to have yeah. the biggest house. I'm going to get the in-ground pool. I'm going to, you know, yeah. it's all fine. But that, to me, wasn't the path that seemed the path to contentment or the path to purpose and peace. That seemed like people that by the time they hit 60, they were so stressed out about what their quality of life was going to be. Yep. But yet people that I saw that served the community, they may not have had the big places. They may not have had the fanciest stuff, but they always had people around them that loved them. And mm -hmm. that's the currency I want to have in my account. <laughs> I think it's just so valuable. And that point of surrounding yourself with compassionate, caring people shows up in your everyday, right? I mean, if you hadn't had built this community and team around you, you could have a lot of different responses in your work right now. And I felt the same way. There were times where I've had other positions or I've been working in consulting work and I had things happen and there wasn't that same understanding and compassion which is part of what's led me to who I work with now. It's part of mm -hmm. what allows me to say, no, I'm not interested in aligning with this right now and giving space for the evolution of all of us, right? That, that we don't statically put someone in a category because 
that person who cared about cars all their life, maybe at 80, they decide they don't. And that's a beautiful experience for them to go through too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think too, you know, like I've, I've had, had my kids be like, you know, some of the skill sets that I have, you know, like all the websites and the programming and the algorithm stuff and the applications, <laughs> and everything. I mean, I've programmed all that myself. Right. I've learned how to do that over the years. And there's a lot of things where they're like, you could make so much money doing what you're doing, you know, if you just put it out there. And I'm like, yeah, but there's other people that do it. Yeah. You know, so again, going back to, I looked, where is there a need that I have a, a uniquely positioned experience or skill set that can help address that? And it may not be the most monetarily successful, you know, option that I may have in my quiver, you know, right. where I could pull an arrow out and say, well, here's a, here's a, you know, $120,000 a year job. Yeah. Um, but that's not, that's not my compass. Right. You know, and so, you know, I, of course I would, I would love to, you know, I've had times where I, you know, have really good years financially and other years where it's like, okay, ramen noodles, it is, <laughs> you know, but, but that's part of the, that's part of the tide of life, you know, and yeah. I'm okay with that because I understand it and I've been through it enough times that I don't, I don't get seasick on the cycles of the tide anymore because um. I understand the cycle of it. And when you have that North Star, right, when you have that compass and you know that you're heading in the right direction, you know it'll circle back around. And as you said, satisfaction does not equal money. We do understand money matters, right? We understand we need houses. We need things that will feed us. We need clothing. Like all of these basic necessities are there. But outside of it, it's really about being able to live in that purpose. And Matt, it's just such an honor to know you and to watch you walk that every day. I truly, really want to reflect that back to you. Well, thank you. And and I feel that and I feel very privileged to be able to, you know, spend my days doing what I love with people that I love to work with. I mean, I, I don't know what else there is. Maybe there's more <laughs> out there, but um, to have love in my life and a partner that is just my cornerstone um, that, you know, lives with the same kind of purpose and passion for people that I do, it, you know, you can imagine what that's like in our inside our bubble for each other. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's pretty powerful. <clears throat> so well, I, get, guess I get to choked wrap up a little bit. In a, this session today i don't know if there's anything you feel like that would wrap into what we talked about to connect people with obviously people know they can go check out biz and buzz radio i'm just curious if there's yeah, I, any call to actions or directives that you feel like i would i would i would like thank you for the invite i would like yeah. to do a call to action to invite people to get quiet with themselves mm -hmm. and and hear what their inner voice gravity pull is mm -hmm. you know and no matter how small or how big it may feel you know, spark a conversation with somebody about what you're thinking or feeling and and invest a, invest a few weeks to kind of explore it and look at it and see what might happen with it. You know, I, that, that would be my call to action because we all have a purpose. We all have a compass inside us that gets drowned out with social media and bills and, and life and, and traffic and housing costs and everything <laughs> else that we deal with. But we're all dealing with that. And if you understand that everybody's going through something and realize that everybody also has a unique gift inside of them to make it better for everybody, that in turn, I believe, makes it better for you if you can tap into that. So that would be my call to action is to explore that. Mm. I love it. And it just perfectly aligns with where I've been. I've just moved into my new house and I've been meditating and tapping in and trying to get quiet and figure out what's next for me. So Matt, thank you for being my colleague, my mentor, my friend, and for being here today. Truly. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. As always, this is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty show where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs. 
and business owners. Thank you for tuning in and please visit bizradioashville.com or check me out on Instagram. And as always, stay creative. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.